lace up your boots and get ready for TM5 United, your one-stop shop for all the news about our five stripes. Here's your hosts, Abner Castellanos and David Donis. What is up, everybody? It is time, that wonderful time again for TM5 United. I know you guys missed us because you don't see us um, on a weekly basis anymore, but we're here. We're giving you a, a, a cool podcast. Um, we're going to go through some news around the world, some MLS news, um, and then we're going to do something kind of fun for the Atlanta United fans towards the end of the podcast, but you got to stay tuned for that. Um, Abner, man, I miss you, dude. I miss your, I miss your face. I know, man. I, actually, I miss your voice. I kind of hear when I'm dreaming. I'm like, oh, David, yeah. you know production and everything but no man everything's well you know just very sad that the mls goes on and our club stays at home but you know i know that's that's a, that's the sucky part huh now have you um i know like you know obviously we're you know diehard Atlanta united fans i know you know you have some uh connections to certain clubs because of family and stuff like that but have you been following the uh the games or uh, you kind of shut it down once uh Atlanta yeah i mean I I, I I caught some of them not not all of them um and you know once now you know we're going to talk about it a little bit but now that it's getting to the semifinals, you probably uh pay more attention now that the teams have been trimmed down um but yeah it's not as like oh man i gotta get home and watch it like you would in a united game so uh you know it's, it's kind of part of it but what about you Dude, honestly, I look at the score, and if it's 0 hey, 0 here we go. I watched the last 15, 10 minutes of the game. <laughs> it's, not <laughs> a, it's not a basketball game, dude. You can't just watch the fourth quarter. Yeah, I know. The, only, the game I did uh, I did watch, um, just because uh, my cousins are big LAFC fans, was the LAFC versus Seattle game. <laughs> oh, my that, gosh. That was a fun one. That was an interesting one. Controversial. All right. And our family, for those who don't know, are Galaxy fans. Uh, so that's why Abner's, Abner's teasing them. But, um, I mean, let, well, we're already talking about it, so yeah, let's get into it. So the semifinals are set. Um, we uh, the la- uh, So we, we had, uh, this past week, uh, MLS actually continued after the international break, which that's another thing we got, we got to talk about. Um, having that, that two-week break in between playoffs really sucks. But uh, uh, LAFC beat Seattle at home 1-0. Uh, Houston beat uh, Sporting Kansas City 1-0 at home. Uh, Cincinnati beat Philadelphia 1-0 at home, so Philly is out again. And then Orlando, thank goodness, lost uh, 2-0 to Columbus at home. So the semifinals are LAFC versus Houston, and then Cincinnati versus Columbus. Uh, So Abner, yeah, uh, let's talk about the first game. So LAFC versus Seattle, man. I think LAFC would have made Jose Mourinho p- proud with how they parked the bus because that's literally what they did. For the, for it, once they got that goal, they just parked the bus for, I don't know, it must have been like 70 plus minutes. Yeah, which is really weird. But I mean, when you're playing in Seattle, bro, you got to do whatever you got to do to win that game. But that was a Mourinho masterclass. <laughs> and it, it's funny because both teams uh, aren't really... Uh, very possessive teams, I would say. Both of them kind of play more off the counter. So it's kind of interesting because Seattle was forced to be the possessor because they're at home in front of their fans. And, uh, you know, they were they had the better play. They had the more chances, the better chances. LAFC scored one, and then Seattle could just not break the line and not get one in. They had a couple close chances where he hit the post. Uh, the keeper had a great game. Uh, also, there were a lot of, uh, a lot of pretty crazy... 
referee this refereeing decisions in that game and a lot of the seattle fans were really upset about that and uh, you know i can i kind of agree with them because there are a lot of moments where a lot of lafc players should have already been a yellow and potentially would have got a red had they given the first yellow so i i do think that uh i think lafc really got bailed out in that game yeah dude and uh you know what's the point of var if you're not gonna do your <laughs> what like i mean i know we get it when it you know when it goes against us we hate it where we need it to help us and it does we love it uh david it, it's frustrating but hey you know that's sometimes that um you know, I know, um, I know we're gonna get into other soccer, but kind of relates to the uh, Newcastle handball. I don't know what a handball is anymore, David. Uh, I think at this point we just gotta chop off the arms and let them play like that. Cause uh, yeah, it's it, 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 it was terrible, and I feel I feel for um, for Seattle and um, you know not getting that call. But hey, man, what can you do? It's not our team. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, which so what you were mentioning then, I believe it was in the Houston, was it the Houston game or the Cincinnati game? Um, uh, I think it was a Houston game. So Sporting Kansas City, they shot the ball, and the defender he had his arms to his side, and the ball hit his hand. Had it not hit his hand, it would have went in the goal. Um, but because the way that you know it's in the laws of the game, is the ball wasn't you know the ball was in a natural position. It wasn't going towards the ball, which is true. I mean, your your hands to your side is a natural position. But in my opinion, maybe this is just more about a rule change. Uh, if if your hand is used to stop a goal from going in, I mean, it, if it was unintentional, I would still give the penalty and just don't give the the player a card. You know, like you would do if it wasn't if it was intentional, it's a red card and a penalty. But in this case, it's kind of sucks. It's like that ball was literally going in the back of the net, but your hand stopped it from going in. It should either be it should be a penalty. I mean, the player, yeah, like I don't know if you agree with that. If the player should like not get a card, but it's still a penalty if it's unintentional. Yeah, if it's unintentional, I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, we saw some of the stuff like where they gave it out cards anyway, especially to Abram, uh, whatever. Like you know, it was a handball, but it wasn't intentional. He gets a yellow, or you know, yeah. it's just, you know, it's stupid. But I get it's not, it. It's inconsistent. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a consistently bad call. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, call it, but don't don't give a yellow card, you know? Because it's not like he's, you know, like he's not three swatting, you know, swatting at the butt at the World Cup. Like that's the red, of course, you know. But this is more of, you know, turning your body away, and you know, yeah, you're making yourself bigger by your hands being out, but. Everybody knows the rules, bro. Like, if you're in the box, like, put your head behind your back. But, you know, things happen so fast, you don't register that going motion. So, yeah, I agree with you. I don't think a car should be given. Make the call, but don't don't give them a card. So, you believe that should have been at least a penalty? Yeah, I mean, if they're going to call it, I mean, I guess. But why give the card? I mean, I don't think it was a... Uh, no. Uh, yeah, but in this case, there was no penalty or a card. So, <laughs> and that would have tied exactly. the game. Uh, either way, Houston wins. Uh, they've been, you know, they've been really playing really well. Acha Acha is doing his thing out there in Houston. Um, on the other side of the East Coast, um, Cincinnati taking care of business, uh, 1-0. Uh, they beat Philadelphia, um, so they're, I think, the only, uh, I mean, they're the, the other number one seed, St. Louis, got eliminated, so they're still doing their thing. Uh, and then, obviously, Columbus took care of business in Orlando, 2-0, so Orlando is out. Uh, 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 this, this is their first year making the playoffs, right? I think so. 
Or they might have made it there. They might have made it like with the first year at Orlando. Isn't this the first uh, year? Uh, no, no, they, no, they've been. No, I think they've been. The, I don't care about them anyway. They're I guess out. they. I guess they always. I guess they always get knocked out early, so it seems like they're. It's always their first playoff. It just feels like an extra game in the season for them. <laughs> uh, so, so we got LAFC versus Houston, and Cincinnati versus Columbus. Abner, who you got in each? And again. Now uh, the only only it was only best of three in the first round, so the last round was single elimination. This is going to be single elimination, and so it will be the final. Uh, I got uh, Houston uh, versus Cincy in the final. Cincy wins it all. Okay, so you got Cincy. I um, I huh? Kind of want Houston to win, but I think Cincinnati. I wouldn't mind it. I wouldn't mind it. Um, it'd be cra- it'd be really crazy. I'm sure that maybe we could put that since we're going uh, to Cherokee Casino this week. We put some money on Houston. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I think honestly, uh, I think Houston also beats LAFC. Although it's gonna be tough to beat LAFC at home. Um, and I think I think Columbus beats Cincinnati in Cincinnati. Uh, man, that's that's gonna be a great game too. You got. A rivalry game in the semifinals of the MLS Cup playoffs. That's going to be nuts. Um, so, yeah, I have Columbus versus Houston, and I think Columbus takes it. Columbus, huh? Yeah, so I'm going to take this down. I got Columbus, and you got uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati, Houston, man. Cool, Which cool, LA, cool. Houston should be an uh, interesting match at the. Um, you know, um, face off of the of the Mexicans. Uh, yeah, Bella. who are the Mexicans gonna support? <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, bro. They hate Bella for some reason. Yeah, yeah. He's had a weird year too. Like he went from being like the best player and scoring all these goals to like not even starting every game. Yeah, it's been but, a weird, weird year. And then he started. I was surprised he started last match. Yeah, and then you got like Boanga just tearing it up this year. So um, that's. He is a beast, man. He is a beast. All right, Abner. So, uh, yeah, those games are getting hot. Uh, gonna Those games are going to happen uh, this weekend. So that'll be fun. Um, next thing, Abner, let's get into the Nations League. We had, the, obviously, that international break that paused the MLS Cup playoffs. Um, so, Abner, we had USA go through to the next round 4-2 on aggregate against Trinidad and Tobago. Uh, we'll talk about that game in a second because there's a lot of action in that second leg. Um, Jamaica goes through 4-4 on aggregate against Canada. <laughs> we'll talk about that Crazy. one too. Crazy. Panama goes through uh, C- uh, Costa Rica 6-1. Um, and another game we really got to talk about, Mexico barely gets to the next round. Uh, they go through 2-2 on aggregate, but they won on penal- penalty kicks um, when they're going through. So, Abner, first game, talk about the U.S. The U.S., they- oh, here we go. <laughs> You're able to find that. <laughs> Orlando. Orlando. Um, yeah, David. So, yeah, um, we'll save USA for last. Uh, nah, nah, I want to do it first because uh, the All Mexico right, so one yeah, has so more, more uh, talking board. Yeah, that's true. So, uh, USA. Uh, yeah, uh, same old, same old, dude. It's like it was. <laughs> we didn't really see much in that uh, second game uh, with Trinidad. Disappointing death. Yeah, that's the story, man. That's the story of the of the weekend, right? It's like why, like why, like why, like 
If it's a bad call, if it's a bad foul, I get it. But, dude, it was the ball going out of bounds. You're mad that he didn't call it. Like, bro, let it go. Like, something had to be bothering him that day. Something had to be enough. You know, he wasn't himself. It, it was weird. You know, you, you get into the rants with your teammates. And, you know, one thing, you know, my brother taught me is, like, you know, when it, whatever happens on the field stays on the field. But that was an embarrassment uh, as far your as. Your brother taught you that? That's how you always try to find me later, dude. That's because you used to clean them in the back of the ankles, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was, and then he was just going off on Reem, and then he went off on Turner, and then like walked off. And of course, it's going to be an apology at the end of it. Now, with that, all that being said, he is our number one wreck back by far. There's nobody that can come in and do what he does, uh, has the qualities that he brings to the table, but that's still unacceptable as a player. Like, let it go, bro. Let it go. Go away and just play the game, you know, because we fall again and we lose. You you have this bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, we advance, uh, but David, I want to win and I want to win securely. I want to win with us playing the best soccer that we can. And we had everybody. Yes, we're missing Pulisic and yeah, but we still had a strong team, and it was just, it was like that for me just killed it. It was a bus kill. Um, and, you know, it was frustrating to watch. Uh, not impressed, but even most important thing is we got through and went to Copa America, and that's that, right? That's that's where we yeah. gotta be. Uh, yeah, you're right. We, we did get through. And, uh, you know, Abner, we've had a lot of games recently where the scorelines have been misleading, where we beat um, Uzbekistan 3-0, we beat Oman 3-0, but the goals came really late. And the first leg when we played uh, Trinidad at home, remember, dude, we didn't score our first goal until really late in the game. And we ended up winning 3-0, but all the goals came in later and we got a red card in that game. If that red card doesn't happen, who knows what the score would have been. Um, and then in this game, we're up 3-0 on aggregate. We're going to Trinidad. We score early in the 25th minute. So we're up 4-0. We're cruising. And then again, yes, S makes a boneheaded move where I think he thought he got fouled on the other end and get the call. So he's trying to save the ball from going out of bounds. Refs get, the refs calls it out. He's heated from that previous exchange. Decided to kick the ball in the stands. <laughs> Something you don't really see that much except with high school soccer. So the ref gives him a yellow card, obviously. And then for whatever reason, he's still talking smack. He's holding his hand over his mouth, how a lot of players like to do, so you can't see what he's saying. But people can still hear you. They can still hear what you're saying. So obviously, he's saying a lot of stuff. The ref hears him, cards him. He won't leave the field. Like you mentioned, he's getting into a room. Even Matt Turner has to give him a push out the side. So uh, who knows what's going on? Definitely hot-headed. Uh, I think... You know, it, it is what it is. He, he needs to be smarter because you can't do these and these type of games because it made it a little bit interesting because Trinidad, Trinidad got two goals on this. So it could have went south really quick with us playing with 10 men for so long. Um, so, But you're right, Abner. There's no better right back. I think he just going to cool off. Maybe he'll, he'll probably grow from this, hopefully. Um, but, yeah, I don't I don't see any punishment besides what you mentioned, an apology. And probably he probably already got a fine, I'm sure. Yeah, and I mean, I think Greg might do um, something else, just like he did with uh, Weston McKinney uh, whenever he was out and about. Something with curfew, uh, it was a while back. But you know what does what this does, though? It kind of puts the Gio Reyna situation. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what, like, no one cares anymore. Maybe the A, maybe that's the, maybe he did it on purpose. Maybe. 
Maybe, bro. You never know, man. Dragon GR are like, hey, we need you to do something for the team. Bro. They calculated, bro. I don't know. But um, kind of fast, you know, fast forward. I mean, I know we're going to, you know, kind of dig into um, you know, um, world soccer and Champions League and all that. He played really well. You know, him and Pepe did really well at PSV. But, yeah, I just hope that kind of it's just a little bump on the road rolls over and we just continue to to go. But, David, most important thing, we're, we're through. And hopefully we see better soccer because um, the only thing that looks better in the U.S. are uh, Greg Berhalter's uh, um, shoe game because uh, that dude's got every <laughs> shoe in the, in the you can imagine. But not impressed, not excited, but let's move on. What's the next one? Canada? And, well, really, uh, really, really quick, Abner, before we move on. So, uh, yeah, you're, you're right. Most important things were in Copa America. We move on. We should against Trinidad. Um, but I mean, what do you make? Like we have arguably one of the best and most talented teams out there. Um, we looked really good the past years when we beat Mexico, all those times the Nations Leagues and you know what we did even in the World Cup. Uh, but now it seems that we've been, you know, stagnant. These friendlies, we haven't looked good. We haven't looked good against in the game that matters like this one. Um, what do you think it is? Do you think it's the team chemistry isn't there? Do you think it's all on Greg Burhalter? Do you think it's both? Or do you think the teams are just focusing on their, their own careers and not really paying attention to the national team? What is it? Because we just haven't looked the same. Yeah, dude. And it's um, it's frustrating, right? Because, you know, we think, you know, what, what were we saying about, you know, the, before we qualified for last year's World Cup, you know, we're young, we're inexperienced, we using these games to get experience, boom, we get to the World Cup. Anyway, I mean, we got out of the group stage, great. You know, I think that was obviously the first thing in everybody's mind. Then you kind of lay an egg against uh, Netherlands and don't... Yeah, but the, but the Netherlands game, like, yes, the scoreline was bad because they beat us on counters, but do you remember that game? We were the one actually having possession. So, yeah, we played bad, but we still looked like a world-class team. Yeah, no, no, we did, but we're, what I'm getting at is... Right, the excuses, well, not the excuse, but the biggest question is why Gio didn't play? Why did we take a forward? You know, blah, blah, blah. Obviously, the players that we took, David, they're not back on the roster. So, you know, we're like, what's 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 up with that, right? And then now we get into now where we got a lot of these guys getting more playing time at their club level, um, making a difference, not just playing. You know, you're actually being one of the difference makers on the team, you know. McKinney and Wea, Juventus, you know, you have Musa and uh, Pulisic at AC Milan, you know, Gio Reyna's getting back fit, you know, because of injury, blah, blah, blah. And then we put this out there and David, I don't, it's just like, this, it's like the same old, same old. So, I don't know. So do you think, where, do you think it's Greg then? I I'm not a fan of Greg, but sometimes you put the blame on the coach and then sometimes you put it on the players. And then one thing that you know, is if you don't like the style that your coach is playing, and if it's a group thing that people don't like, they can easily throw a tantrum. Throw a tantrum. Yeah, throw a tantrum. (laughs) uh, Go up, go against the coach till there's a change, right? And (laughs) I don't think there will be a change unless he does badly at the Copa America. Um, I would say that. Like, if he has a good showing, which... You know, I think you got to set the bar high. You can't be like, oh, let's just get out of the group. No, I think you got to go further than that uh, because these are the games, David, that we're going to have to take as serious as we can because that's going to be the only meaningful games that we're going to have because obviously we already qualified for the for the next World Cup. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of questions in the air, man. A lot of uh, a lot of stuff that I've been reading, a lot of uh, reports and podcasts that you I've been read? listening to. 
um, audiobooks, but yeah. Um, <laughs> and I listen to, uh, I mean, everything's everything's kind of up in the air, kind of like, okay, we qualified, where do we go from here, right? So, yeah, so that's that's my kind of stand on it. Um, I think it's a uh, player coach, I think it's, it's 50-50. Yeah, well, that's hopefully they can get their, their crap together. Uh, so let's move on to the next one, Abner. Uh, Jamaica uh, goes through 4-4 aggregate against Canada. Uh, and the Canada lost 3-2 at home in Toronto to let uh, Jamaica go through. And uh, Abner, it's just Canada has got to be the funniest team in Coca-Cola because they have so much hype. They have a good fan base. They always have, I mean, they had, a, a, you know, Alfonso Davies, who's a, a beast of a player, always got all this hype. And I mean, they're they were cruising this game. They're up two one in aggregate. They already took care of business in Jamaica. They score the first goal, so they're up three one on aggregate at home, and they blow it. They freaking blow it, dude. Um, I, I mean, it's just they're like, I'm gonna say this, but you're gonna get mad at me, right? They're like the Dallas Cowboys, dude. I'm gonna say no, no, no. <laughs> I'm gonna say they're like the Falcons. They blew that. 3-1. Oh no. Three one. You know. What was the score? It's uh, not a final, dog. Uh, I'm saying yeah, this is a this is a playoffs. Like a like, don't, no, don't bring my Cowboys if you can't. Here we bring go. Them. Here we. And the rest, look, the rest of America agreed. The rest of the the rest of America agree <laughs> with, with with my statement, but I get it. But yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> but dude, I mean Canada, dude. What? They can never get it to the next level, man. Yeah, it's really weird because, like, if, if you were to tell me, right, we flash forward, let's say, you know, I don't remember the World Cup, but you tell me, yeah, Canada won the group, or what's the first place of the Conca have last year? I was like, what? This team? Like, and it sucks because, David, they got such talent right now at this moment that, you know, who knows if that's going to be coming, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, I don't follow, you know, Canadian soccer, like, you know, who's coming up, but you have a Fossil Davis who's. You know, arguably one of the best, you know, backs, wingers, whatever you want to call it in the world. Um, you got a lot of good pieces with that, that obviously they're not getting any younger. So, yeah, dude, I was, I was like, I was, I was watching the, I was, you know, wasn't watching the game, but I was falling. I was like, whoa, I was like, okay, Canada went up. They should take care of business. So, you know, it was like, Jamaica's coming back. Jamaica's I was like, wait, what happened? <laughs> I don't know, dude. There's a it lot a going crazy on. Game. Copper uh, Federation is, is in shambles right now with not being able to play, uh, play, uh, pay the player, not being able to travel, not being able to set, um, set games because of payment. Like, yeah, it's it's bad right now. Up north, you know, it, it's it's pretty bad. Wild, wild. So, uh, so USA will face Jamaica. I believe it's the same format. Going to be aggregate. Um, and Canada went. I mean, Jamaica beat Canada, on, uh, even though they're tied because there's the way goal goal rule still in effect in Nations League. Um, I'm not. I'm assuming they're going to do away with it at some point because the rest of world football is no longer using the away goal rule. Um, other side of the bracket, uh, Panama, Costa Rica, don't really need to talk about that. Panama beat Costa Rica pretty easy. The big game, um, Abner, Mexico goes through uh, by the, 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 you know, biting their nails, barely at the edge of the seat they got through. Um, Honduras in the first leg won 2-0 at home. The second leg, Mexico wins 2-0. But Abner, that first half in the Azteca, Honduras had some good chances where they could have really put this game away because with the away goal rule, Mexico would have had to put four goals to have a chance. Um, but I don't know, the big story of this game is that second half, uh, Mexico was up 1-0. 
uh, throwing everything forward. I mean, there was chances where he hit the post, all cleared off the line, but they couldn't get that freaking ball over the line to send it into overtime. And then once the 90th minute hit, it was funny because I was watching it with my brother and uh, Nick, and I was like, I was like, oh man, they, there's no way Honduras is going to be able to hold on because they're going to put at least six minutes up there. And Abner, how much extra time do they put up there? 22. <laughs> they put 10 minutes of extra time, bro. Better not. 10 minutes. Uh, it might have been nine. It might have been nine. But it was funny because. We were watching in Spanish, and even the announcers like were kind of chuckling there. And one of them said, "I got to take a picture of this, but it's funny." And under nine, let's say nine minutes, uh, maybe ten minutes. And tell me, what minute did Mexico score in? The last half minute. A hundred and eleventh minute is oh. what the record. The thing it was a hundred tenth minute and some change. And then right after they scored, said overtime, whistle blows. Um, look, I. <laughs> We talk about corruption and stuff, and a lot of Mexican players are saying, no, there's not corruption. And I'm going to say this as a U.S. fan. If USA was in that boat, I bet you there would have been a couple of extra added minutes because we're talking about a, a Copa America spot, right? Nobody wants to see Honduras. People want to see Mexico. That's where the big money is. Uh, but, dude, there, David, there but should David, not have been that much extra time, bro. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Now, granted, you know, Honduras was obviously time-wasting. I mean, that's part of the game. It's it, part of the game. Know, it's part of the game. I get it. So a lot of people are like, well, they were doing it. I was like, oh, of course. Well, think about it. If you're on the other foot, right? I hate when people complain, 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 but they don't put themselves on the other side. What if Mexico was in that boat, right? And, yeah. you know, they're going to waste time. They're going to fake injuries. They're going to do this the same exact way. So, yes, a lot of people are like, well, they were doing this. Well, duh, of course. Who wouldn't do that? It's part of the game. And then second, David... Yes, I mean, I get it. Mexico, I mean, dude, they sell out everywhere. They put them in the taqueria, put them in the, put them in the dang island by themselves. They're gonna sell out the whole island. That's that's just how crazy um, the um, the support is here in the United States. So I get that part. But David, they still have an opportunity, even if they were to fail, they still would have an opportunity to get into the match. They would just play another uh, match to get in because there's still two spots left. So that's that's sure. yes. Now. If it was like Final Four and that's it, I mean, yeah, that, there's a difference, but still a way for them to get in. So I, I never, I didn't understand all that. Having to, and then having to take the PK three times and yeah, and yeah. the whole thing smelled bad. A lot of the his, uh, Mexican commentators, players, um, were like, yeah, this, this, there's no way. Like this is, this has to be something more. Um, and dude, I feel bad for Honduras, but luckily they do have a chance. Uh, to get back in, but yeah, it, it, this was so concacaf. It was so bad. It, it puts a bad, bad uh, picture, a bad name uh, to the referees, first of all, and even like to the to the style, like to, to the play of it. Because I mean, you see it. I mean, I know you see it everywhere, and you know, obviously, because we live here, we follow it more through and through. But you know, Brazil, Argentina had the same thing. They had issues with the crowd. They didn't start till 30 minutes later stuff in uh europe that goes on but 11 minutes call the game you then you go to i has to shoot the pk three times yeah yeah it's it's but you know it is what it is you know there's there's some things you can't you know obviously there's nothing you can change yeah um, and even even on that like just to to put a bow on this even on the time wasting thing like yeah look i get it things waste time and you're supposed to make up for it with extra time. That's true. But there were there weren't. I watched the game. There weren't huge stoppages in the Canada game. 
they got about the same amount of extra time, which I didn't watch the full game, so I couldn't know if it was justified. But there was a red card in that game. Like, that red, a red card alone takes, like, two minutes. There wasn't anything like that in the Honduras game besides the players, uh, you know, sitting down on the pitch a little bit longer. So there weren't huge stoppages to warrant that. And even if it is warranted, let's say you get nine minutes. Again, they gave them another two minutes on top of that for time wasting in the extra time. So it's like... You gotta, if you're gonna give that much extra time, you gotta call it at nine minutes if that's what you're gonna do. And they, it felt like no matter what, they were gonna keep going until Mexico scored, regardless of how much time was put up there. That's what it felt like. Yeah, and uh, yeah, to your thing, the penalty, the, uh, I forgot the name of the guy was, but they kept calling him Chino, <laughs> right? Um, um, but yeah, the keeper came off his line, which he did, he came off his line twice. Uh, and he blocked it twice, so the third one he stays on the line, he scores. But on the next free kick that the uh, the um, the player misses, the keeper comes off his line too. And I guess because he missed the whole the whole goal, they don't retake it. But like coming off the line, if that I don't know what the rule of the law is, but if you come off the line and even if you miss the goal, like you're still affecting the player, right? Because the player the goalie's coming towards you, right? So it's just consistency. If a player if a goalie comes across the line. No matter what, with whatever team, then you're gonna have to call it for everything. And I think you probably could have called it another other ones too, where the keeper was moving for the Mexico goalkeeper. Yeah. Was it Ochoa or was he out? It was Ochoa oh, right? was, was out. Oh no, no, he was out. Yeah. Was out, but, but yeah. There we go. It, it, it is what it is at this point. We can't harp on it too much. Mexico goes through a ticket sale. Yeah, so, but that 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 game is gonna be tough. And let's see if they get Concacaf again. But Mexico versus Panama. I mean. Uh, this Panama team is very similar to the one that uh, they that beat us in the Gold Cup with our C team and then Mexico ended up beating them in the final but it was a close game um, so that one's gonna be tough too especially the way Mexico's been playing uh, but we'll see so that's the final four that are set for the Nations League uh, those games will not come around till next year in March um, so, yep, the stage is set. Abner, anything else to add on that before we go into some other soccer news around the world? I think we're good. I mean, I think we covered everything. You know, there's definitely a lot of stories. Uh, but, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun, fun, depressing, disappointing, <laughs> enjoyable yeah. uh, uh, Nation League's uh, matches. So. Yep. Uh, so, uh, another another news, the U.S. 17 men's team lost 3-2 to Germany in the round of 16. Uh, Mexico lost 5-0 to Mali and then Canada didn't make it out of the group so those are the Coca-Cola teams and the final is set Germany versus France so Germany's in the final and the US lost only by a goal so I think that, that's pretty good from, from, from that perspective um, Abner you touched on it the big game for uh, World Cup qualifying in Comunable Brazil lost 0-1 to against Argentina fights before the game Messi had to come out there and tell him to calm down. And um, uh, Martinez, the goalkeeper, he was even kind of like jumping his stance, trying to take a baton from one of the security guards. Dude, that dude is wild. That guy's wild, I, bro. If I was a pro, that that's who I would want to be. <laughs> that would be you, dude. That would be you, 100%. <laughs> um, so Otamendi scores. They finally get the game going. Otamendi scores the goal um, uh, and gives Argentina the win. Um, and I, I forgot what the stat was. I think they said it was the first time Brazil has lost at home in World Cup qualifying. I think they said it was something like that. It was something crazy, which is like, that's a crazy stat. 
Yeah, twenty something like that. It was a crazy stat, man. So now Brazil is the sixth place in uh, qualifying with seven points. I think they have the last automatic spot, so six teams automatically go, and then the seventh one is a playoff. But I don't fear Brazil's not going to qualify. They're going to qualify. There's so many spots now. Um, it's just crazy that uh, you know it just seems like Argentina has surpassed them. Um, they're the best team in Copenhagen, and um, you know. <laughs> The Brazilian fans are just, uh, you know, they're 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 wilding out against Argentinian Argentinian fans, um, but yeah, you know, Abner for this game, obviously, like I've always been, and I think we're this is where we kind of are different. I, everyone always says like you have your first team right, and your second team is always Brazil, and that was me. Like obviously, obviously, we're you know this is because we're, we're Guatemalan Americans, so we have two teams. So. It's, U.S. Guatemala, but most people they have their second team was always Brazil. That was mine. Like after my Guatemala U.S. Brazil was always my national team. So I was like, I was rooting for Brazil to win, but I also respect Messi, right? So I also wanted Messi to do well. I know you. I think you you go Argentina over Brazil, right? Yeah, yeah. I've always I've always liked Argentina um, over Brazil. It, it came it became a little harder though um, when Ronaldinho came to Barcelona. Ronaldinho, baby. Because uh, I mean, watching that dude was just magic, but. David, just to kind of uh, talk about the match, it, it was an ugly match, dude. I watched it was whole, ugly. I watched the whole game. The ref was trying too hard, too much to try and control the match. Was there were so many fouls, dude. Every time it was like yeah. somebody was trying to take somebody out yeah. every single time. I, I was talking to my buddy about it, and I was like, uh, I was like, dude, like some of the calls that they were making on Argentina, they weren't making on Brazil, and dude, like it was just ugly. And Brazil, I mean. Granted, like Argentina's go off off a uh, off a corner, great placement, great great header, no no nothing wrong there, no, no there was no controversial cause where there's a foul here, foul there, PK or handball or anything like that. What was ugly about it was the fouls. It, it, Brazil looked like they didn't know what to do. Um, it, it looked like they were missing that. They looked like us, uh, like United, always trying to find a mother. Like, and um, Brazil not having that. Neymar or that yeah. one player that can change the game for them, like it, it just didn't like they would do everything. They were like in spurts, they would do st- certain things well, and then next thing you know, they just can't find. Like I don't know, it, it was a weird game. Like I wasn't really uh, excited about it. Give it a match rating, I'd probably give it a two out of ten. Um, it wasn't that Jeez, exciting, dude. A two it out of like, ten. What, dude? It was like fouls every yeah. five steps. We fouls. can't have you rate movies. Fouls like fouls. Yeah. Like, it, it, it was just bad. Like I've seen. Better games when we went to go see Chattanooga FC. Uh, Chattanooga you know? Red Wolves, baby, not FC. Red oh, Wolves, whatever Red word Wolves. it is, dude. Chattanooga song. Dude, here uh, we anyway. go. Uh, but no, like, yeah, it, I, I was disappointed. As a neutral fan, you know, wanted to watch, you know, a Clásico, right? You you think of Clásicos uh, at the club level, Barcelona, Madrid. You think Manchester United, Manchester City, uh, Borussia, Bayern Munich, uh Juniors and you know River Plate, Atlanta United, Orlando, Columbus, and Cincinnati. You know you Abner, know Abner versus Tequila. He versus Tequila. That's why I, I retired from drinking that. You tequila. keep losing, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, but yeah, it, it, it was like there there was no fire behind it. There was no like soccer behind it. I couldn't get behind it. It, it was very disappointing. It, you know, to uh, to watch that match, but. Nevertheless, Argentina wins. They break a big, uh, uh, big disappointment to Brazil, who's in sixth place. Um, I mean, Ancelotti probably needs to come sooner than than, than they need to. You know. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. Argentina definitely was the the better team in the game. Uh, the atmosphere was great because obviously, I mean, you had the fight, so you could just feel the the tension in the stadium. You could feel the tension of the players, and all of that fed into the fouls. Uh, but yeah, everything. The atmosphere was great, but the game, yeah, it was not a good game when you have that many fouls it just really stopped the flow not a whole lot of goal scoring opportunities in the game um and uh, yeah i think you're right i mean i was like the whole time i was like man they really need somebody like neymar to do something up front for them for that for a lot of time it was really argentina with the ball and um you know brazil kind of chasing them around um but yeah not not a good game but you know argentina wins i think they just have they have the in it, in it right now for them to just find ways to get it done um Admir, i know there was a lot of international games there's a lot of qualifying stuff um really that's only the game i highlighted um i don't know if there's any other games you want to talk about but other than that i was going to go into um some atlanta news slash atlanta united news no, nah, bro, we're good. I mean, that was really the big matches of the week of that uh, international break. Yeah, I know your qualifiers are going through, but there's so many, so many games still to go. So it's not really until we get into the the final steps that uh, stages that I really want to bring it up. But let's get into some Atlanta United news. Abner recently dropped Mercedes Benz Stadium will host the opening match of Copa America 2024, <laughs> which is Thursday, June 20th. Um, that's so cool, man. I just hope. We get a good game. <laughs> it's got to be an opening match, so it's got to be somebody big, right? Yeah, and um, I mean, I, I, uh, Argentina's the reigning champs. You would think they would start it off, right? I mean, that's or, right. I'm thinking or you USS hosting. Yeah, or USA. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be somebody, dude. I, I mean, I, I think, I mean, I guess they when they do the pots thing or whatever. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. They haven't I haven't done mean, it yet, but the, they have the pot. I think we're like, we're in the pot where we won't be playing like, uh, you know, Argentina or Brazil. Well, we won't be in a group with Argentina or Brazil. So, like, we'll we'll get, there's like, I already saw like pot A, pot B, or pot C or whatever. But I would think for Atlanta, it's either going to be US, Mexico, Argentina, or Brazil. Those would be the, the top ones to have there. Everything else is going to be like, yeah, it's cool, but... You know, you don't have a lot of big dogs there. Martinez. <laughs> Paraguay. Me, you know, the, dude, when Copa America rolls around, Jose Martinez isn't even going to be in the 18, bro. Oh, I think. <laughs> There's no way. You have a better chance of Ronald Hernandez being in the 18 than Jose Martinez. <laughs> oh, if Wanda Lowski made a roster for the World Cup, you can bring back Jose Martinez for Venezuela. Dude, Wanda was great. What are you talking about? Um, but yeah, man, it's exciting. Uh, dude, I, I mean, I would assume they're going to put grass in, right? There's no way they can have turf. I would say you had to. Yeah, I mean, they're going to make a ton of money, so, you know, they can do it. So long as they don't put, like, you know, Bolivia versus Honduras. (laughs) (laughs) Canada versus uh, Peru or something. Um, All right, so, um, uh, so, any news, uh, Gigi Armada named to MLS Best 11. Great for them, great for the club. Uh, Amada, like we said earlier, he also won Young Player of the Year and GG Newcomer of the Year. So those two players, um, great, great seasons. Um, and then just so, because um, the you know, big thing is about um, the MVP, uh, like we thought Acosta was um, MLS MVP. And if you wanted to know the best, the rest well, of the, huh? Well-deserved. 
Costa. Yeah, well deserved. He had a great season. Um, only player probably shorter that shorter than Messi that could do that stuff. <laughs> um, and then if you want to know the other best eleven, you had Buanga, Buanga, Gigi, Cucho Hernandez, uh, midfield Costa, Almada, uh, Ach Hector Herrera, uh, Honey Mukhtar, defenders uh, Matt Miazga, uh, Tim Parker, Walker Zimmerman, um, and then goalkeeper Roman Berkey. Uh, man, why don't we why don't we have the starting lineup for the uh, MLS uh, All Star Game? Save <laughs> it's all about pleasing people. Yeah, and you freaking had us play forty players, man. Yeah, 40 we don't have players. forty all. We don't have forty All Stars in MLS. Hey, look, I, I know you're the you're unanimously the, the number one All Star, but you're only gonna play fifteen minutes, and then we gotta yeah. Yeah. bro. It's so dumb. Stop trying so to dumb. satisfy people. Give me eighteen, and that's it. Fifteen at that most. Yeah, exactly. Keepers, exactly. One for each half. That's it. Stop right, being right. so sensitive, America. Yeah, dude. Man up. Man up. Or ender up or whatever you call yourself up. <laughs> tighten up. You're, like your brother says, tighten up. They beat the Falcons. Okay. Yeah, but who's going to? Who's number one in their division? We uh, are, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, All right. I think that Cardinals can be number one in that division. <laughs> hey, do you remember a couple years ago when the Cowboys, uh, the Giants, filled, everybody was playing for the number one spot and they all had losing records? Yeah, dude, that was that was some dark days back then. <laughs> so don't come at me. Um, all right, um, I teased this at the beginning. I think this would be fun to do. And uh, probably the next podcast we do, because we're probably going to, till the season starts to heat up, we'll probably have a podcast probably every two weeks. But this, you know, we'll, we'll go over through, you know, a lot of uh, soccer news going around the world. But then it was, obviously, this is the Atlanta United podcast, so we got to do something cool, something creative. So I thought it'd be cool, Eleanor, and this was mainly your idea, so I'm not going to steal it. But I think now, from here, 2017, when we found it, to now, we have a good collection of players that we kind of can make a, a starting 11 of our best 11 so i don't i'm not gonna say we need a uh we're gonna have a you know a, a, a formation that we need to adhere to oh, no. as long as you get your players in there name your formation I'll, yeah i'll name more i'm just saying we don't we're have to go do the by, same we're thing we're but... go from keeper and then from left to right defense on, yeah on, okay I'll let you go so first. I don't know what you want. Okay, so I'm gonna go first, but what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna name the player that I chose, but then I'm gonna I'm gonna give like another player that uh, is either like an honorable mention or someone I had I had it like man this is a tough one to pick one and I want you to do the same thing, okay? Okay, cool. All right, so goalkeeper we've only had two that were really starters, so obviously Brad Guzan is a keeper. The only other one is was played for a season with Alec Can. So we both are gonna have Brad Guzan. So uh, oh yeah. So I'm doing. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I did a four, four, five, one essentially. Uh, one forward. Um, so left back, I got Caleb Wiley uh, with an honorable mention with George Bello. Um, that one was really tough. Um, then right back, oh, I got. Hold on. Are we doing? You go. I go. Or you just gonna do the. Start. Oh, okay, okay, we can do that. We can do it. All okay. right, okay. Let's right, left back. So start. start over. We're left back. We both okay. got Brad. Well, we both got Brad. Okay, so I said Caleb Wiley, honorable mention George Bello. Well, see, George Bello would be my honorable mention. Uh, That's what I, I said. Wanted to honorable. start him, and this my I know he doesn't play left back. There. Oh my gosh, who got there? Look, kids flip flop it because they done it in they had to do it when they had to do it. Franco Escobar, left back. Oh really? Playoff Escobar, baby. That dude's an right, animal. All right. 
He scored for Houston. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, I got Escobar my left back. Okay, and then some, uh, some other good left backs just that were out there that I, I just wanted to highlight is uh, Greg Big Garza. Chef. Greg Garza, <laughs> we remember him. He was just hurt a lot. Who'd you say? Pogba? Breck Shea. Breck Shea. Yeah, uh, Greg Garza. He, I think he would have been good. Had, it, had injuries, yeah. not hurt him. Uh, obviously, Gutman was solid, and we just had to get rid of him. Those are some good other players that we had at that position. Um, let's go. I'm gonna go left back, right back, and then we'll do the center back. Sound good? Yeah. Well, you probably you probably only have one center back. I don't know, but uh, my right back, uh, I got Brooks London. I don't uh, think Brooks. there's any. Yeah. I think there's any. I don't think there's anybody better at that position than Brooks London. And it's honorable mention. <laughs> <laughs> Made me throw my computer out the window, dog. Um, all right, center back. Uh, there's no one that's better than Miles Robinson. I mean, that's probably. Um, honorable mention for that position because I got um, somebody else as the other center back for me. I put Michael Parker. So is he your other oh. center back? Oh, David, my heart. I have Abram as my uh, honorable oh, so You have Adam already? So I put Franco Escobar as my other center back. Oh, interesting. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, no, I have Parky, man. That, that was our but captain. Yeah, Parker's the other one. Okay. And, and that's our I captain. like that. That was our leader. I love I love that dude played his butt off and uh, so I have so mine would be from left to right, Escobar, Parky, Miles, and Brooks. And you would have uh Miley. Miles, Franco Miles, Escobar, Franco, and, then and then Brooks Brooke. and then Brooks on the right. Hey, who's defending that right side? They're both going up. Uh that's how we play? Yeah, right now. You have Luis Abram and Miles back there, and you have Caleb and Brooks that go up, and you got Shonda and Saba Lobanitze. Um, but yeah, that's a very—it's still a very attack-minded team. Uh, all right, let's go to the uh, midfield. So I'm gonna start with the defensive center mid. Uh, I still think we still are. Ever since we lost this guy, we have not filled this position. Darlington Nagby. Nagby, that's my babe. Yes, sir. <laughs> No one's better, but honorable mention, and I don't know if you fit him somewhere else, but uh, Jeff Lorenowitz. Mm, that's a good one. That's he a good one. He was up to a championship, bro. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, my uh, honorable mention, uh, dang, what's his name? Golly, I forgot his You're not going to say what it was, are uh, you? Uh, Carmona. Carmona? Yeah. Uh, we only had him for the first season, right? Uh, yeah, but he was and good then he that to go back. Yeah, he was good, and then I think he wanted to go back to, was it Chile? Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, who knows what could have been. Um, all right, for and then I'm gonna go to uh, attacking center mid, um, which I I put Miguel Almond on in this position to fill my roster. Okay, in this I would put Amada. Okay, so I have Amada as a ten. What would you call that ten? I guess. That- or like attacking center mid and then like the ten like. Is it just a ten or what other like just, position would you? Yeah. All right, I didn't know if there was like another position. No, like, I mean, attacking, the, attacking center mid. The free man, the, the free man. <laughs> the I, one. I have, I, have, I have it different, so I have like a Nagby playing holding and then two center mids, which would be Abada would be my one of them. Okay, so it's the same thing. I I have the same thing. I just I said mean, attacking yeah, center yeah. mid, and then I have like the ten kind of right there. So you have Almada, and then who's your other attacking center mid? Uh, Barco. Barco. Okay, so 
I've got as my 10th spot, I've got Armada, but I got Barco as my honorable mention. I got Almiron, so you must have put Almiron on the wing. And then my honorable mention for attacking center mid was Eric Remedi. Oh, Remedi, yeah, that's that's a good one. That's a good one. I got to put, um, I got to put my boy, um, uh, what's his face? We lost him this year. He went to another team. Uh, oh, Ivada. Uh, he would be my honorable mention under Adagby. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you, who do you got on your left wing then? Uh, so I don't have a left wing. So I play more of a diamond formation down oh, the middle. Somebody has to be on the left side no matter what formation oh, you play. Oh, well, no, it's a diamond. So I have a lot of central mids. So, okay, okay. Who's your other center mid then? Marco. So I have Amada and Marco. I know. Who else? Who else is in the midfield? Nagby and who else? Or are you going to go to forwards after that? Yeah, well, the, my... My, uh, my, um, yeah, Miggy would be my free man. He would be my under the forward. Okay. So, so you're done with your midfield. Are you? So you're done with your midfield? Line, I have a line of one, two, three, four, five. I have a line of five. Say if you want to get that technical. So are you have more midfielders? I have four midfielders. All right. Well, you name three. Who's the other one? I have Nagby, Armada, Barco. Oh, I'm sorry. Miggy. You didn't name Mala. Okay. So. I've got Na- I've got Nagby. So we got I got Nagby on uh, Amiron Armada. We've got those th- three same players. But then I um I have five midfielders. So I have Justin Miram on the left. Honorable mention is Jake Mulraney. And then on the right, I got Julian Gressel. Uh, see, that's the one that I because of this formation, I would have probably taken Barco out and put Gressel on the wing, Iggy on the wing, and Armada uh, at the ten. But yeah, that that would be my honorable mention on the wing. Um, so, but, so you're so I've got like a four five one going. You've got a four four two pretty much essentially. Yeah, four four two with a diamond setup. Yeah. Okay, so I'm only gonna have uh, my one forward, which is Joseph Martinez, of course. Um, so you're gonna have, I'm assuming, two forwards, Joseph Martinez and Gigi, right? That's right. That's correct, dude. Okay. Yeah, Joseph Martinez. That's a, that's a bold. That's a bold strategy. Um, yeah, I mean, I have, I, have, I have Gigi as my honorable mention because I think he's going to be great. Um, uh, so it was just, it's hard to fit both of them, but you're t- you got to talk about, you know, uh, a longer period of time to really analyze it. Hector Vialba is another one that's a good honorable mention too. Um, so now, <laughs> now I'm going to, let's pick apart each other's lineup because I think the biggest problem with your lineup is you have Almada and Barco. They're going to occupy the same space. Yeah, they're gonna do what Piti and Barco did. Yeah, dribble, run into each other. Yeah, dribble to the opposite side and yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course no, they, they would run into each other all the time, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or they would dribble one way that way, the other goes that way. Yeah, it was it was a, it was a mess, but dude, I I just think uh, um, talent wise, and you know, I, honestly, I don't think this team works. Um, obviously, somebody's gonna have to be taking, you know, taking a step back. But like, it's too hard not to leave them out. You know, that's where I struggle with. Like, if I had to take any of them out. I would probably go to a uh, a four or four one three two. I still like the two fours up top. And I would put Nagby, Miggy uh, on the left, Gresh on the right, and Amada as my attacking mid, and then obviously Gigi and Joseph. So, I would love to see us play with two strikers someday if we have the strikers like i don't want to play strikers just to have it because i know i know know, tiare is you know obviously very 
new here. He hasn't really showed that much. He's had very few minutes. Um, but at some point, I think it would be cool to see Gigi and Tiare both play up top as forwards, like real forwards. I think if we were to put my lineup in your lineup, your lineup would be more realistic. Mine would be more of a all-star type of setup. Yeah, I mean, it would it'd be definitely be fun. Um, and uh, yeah, another thing, like uh, I, I forgot to mention, uh, for an honorable mention for a center back is also LGP. I mean, he got a lot of yellow cards, but I mean, dude, he 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 can come up with a big tackle that was a game changer in a game. Now, David, he could also lay out. He could also lay out somebody. Get a red card. <laughs> now, David. Oh. Who's leading this team? Who's your coach? Oh, I didn't even think about coach. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be Tata Martino. Yeah, it's got to be Tata, bro. We, everybody else is only. Everybody else has only had like a year <laughs> of tops. <laughs> one one put us to sleep. The other one didn't give us water. And we're on the seesaw with and, the curve. And the jury, yeah, the jury's still out on uh, Pineda. Um, but, you know, Abner, uh, you know, you look at these players, and it's funny because when we were putting this, you looked at all these players, like, man, look at all these players that we had. It's so it's so crazy. You see some of the ones because, like, even in our all our players in our honorable mention, neither, neither, never did we mention um, Marcelino Moreno, uh, who was talked about a lot, um, Eric Lopez, uh, Piti Martinez, Jurgen Dam, all these high-profile players that you thought were going to be big, and they're not even—they wouldn't even crack our top twenty, probably. <laughs> so uh, it, was, it was fun. Um, and you know, Andrew, to be honest, like if I had to point out two two places where I think uh, we've been really weak, um, is for one is definitely the six spot. The, huh? The front office. <laughs> oh yeah. I think the six, um, ever since we lost Darlington Agby, I think we've just had placeholders. Those so looked a little bit better, but who knows if we even keep them. And I mean, we really don't need to keep somebody that does what he does for 400 grand there. Um, and then the other position is uh, left wing. Um, I mean, now we've got Shande Silva, but before him, and let's see if hopefully he keeps doing what he's doing because I think he's the one we have all known, right? Um, but dude, I mean, Justin Miriam is good. And that's where I put him. But I mean, I think we only had him for a season, so he had that position that was really kind of MIA for for a while. Um, I think he had like Jake Mulraney play that. I think Tyron Mears played that. If you remember him, um, he had a couple different players play that left wing role. I think Jurgen Dan probably played at some point and didn't really like stick, or they just weren't good enough. Yeah, I mean, every. I mean, I think that was. Well, I think out of the players that we lost, I think the two that a lot of people have a hard time with is Nagby and Gressel. Yeah, and uh, I think those were both. They were both front office failures, but you also had to make the decision if you wanted to make keep make them DPS because yeah. they were Julian is a DP now. Um, you could you could debate, and I, you know, honestly, like him and Brooks Lennon, even though. Russell played more of like a traditional winger where Brooks was playing the uh, fullback coming all the way up. I honestly think Brooks is more versatile and he gives, I mean, he, I, we had to compare the stats. I had to go back, but I still think Brooks has like had more assists, has had more goals than Gressel. Um, But I mean, that period of time where he was just him and Joseph just had a connection. Who knows if we would have had another year of that, right? You would have had Gressel connecting with Martinez, but, but Martinez also tore his ACL. Could that have happened with Gressel and then we stuck with a, a DP winger without anybody to feed? <laughs> you know, who I knows? Mean, yeah, 
that's the you know unfortunate thing about um, you know, about these you know injuries and what could have been, should have, could have, what a love, love, shut up, whatever, it could have been. But uh, no, I just I think Gresso is a, is a key part to any team. I think he brings a lot, uh, especially the style. Uh, so you I got benched. You got benched for Columbus Crew in the playoffs against us in the second leg, and I think yeah, he was benched in this. Oh, because that other dude was a lot physical and faster. Yeah. So what does that say about him? He, he, no, I'm just saying, uh, like in our style, like he was more of a. a yeah, in our style. Yeah, our style. Yeah, Columbus dude, they play crazy. Uh, but yeah, good team. I, I mean, I think I think we both can agree. I think. Well, I mean, you might say a different player. I think one player that can fit in all the early you know all the young season that we've had the line that in one player would be nagby right Maybe. yeah i mean this guy's won three uh nagby's won three mls cups with uh three different teams uh, and then Portland, Miggy, atlanta united club's crew <laughs> and miggy i think he would be another yeah. one i kind of put in any team and especially with mls how in mls i think the game gets stretched a lot more and let's just face it the weakest part of mls is the defense there's no, there's no, I think Walker Zimmerman is the only defensive DP in the entire league. So that says a lot about where we're at. We still have a long way to go. Um, but yeah, that was fun. Uh, we'll have to do something like this again. Um, different kind of thing. And then maybe another four or five years ago, we can do another starting 11 and see how much has changed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Snapchat or uh, snap a pic about this and we'll see what we, what we look like. Yep, yep. All right, mijo. Anything else to add? Ah, oh, man. Uh, guys, there's a lot of soccer out there. I know, you know, a lot, you know, a lot of United going out early, but you know, there's still a lot of good soccer out there with the EPL, the La Liga, the Liga, Champions League, Champions League. Uh, you really say Liga? Liga. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff. So, and you know, obviously, a lot of news should be breaking out here soon with movement um, and stuff like that which a lot of it was already announced uh, you know saying thank you to all the players um, so yeah in this in this league we move we move and we move dude it's it's crazy but that's why you don't get a person's jersey uh, number and name you just get a generic United jersey <laughs> yeah hopefully some room uh, the, some of the rumors start you know or some of the whatever the transfer rumors start coming to fruition we can see where our team is going to start to look like who's staying, who's going. Um, and, you know, there's rumors of uh, a fourth DP spot being rumored for next year. So uh, that'll be exciting. Um, but yeah, man, uh, a lot of stuff to look out for. The season will be here before we know it. And then we can start examining that, getting back to our normal routine. Not sure when we go, come, we'll come back, but it won't be too long. So don't you guys worry your pretty little heads. Elmer, let's get out of here. We out. Peace. Adios. Adios. Adios.